You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. The Diamondbacks, as expected, were kind of quiet at the trade deadline. Um, so let's talk about that with Steve Gilbert. I'm Allison Footer. Steve? Hi, Steve. How are you today? Hi, I'm great, Allison. How are you doing? I'm good. I never actually say that to anyone I'm doing a podcast. Like, I never say hello. I just move right into the topic. So You're uh, all business, Allison. I am all business. Yeah, we're just trying to run through these. So, um, I, okay, they did make a they did make a move to get a little bit younger. It was the day before the deadline, so uh, but it's still considered a trade deadline trade, and that's uh, trading uh, Tyler Clipper to the Yankees for a young right-hander. So, um, saves them a little bit of money, and obviously puts uh, somebody into the system. And that's really what they have to do right now is to try to find guys who can uh, play in the big leagues, right? Yeah, they were what they were trying to do is is you know, not trade anybody who was going to be like a core player for them going forward, but also to try to get a little bit younger. Um, Tyler Clifford's a guy who was under contract for next year, but a veteran, uh, somebody that now that they're out of the race, uh, they really didn't uh, need particularly, you know, right now. So uh, they dealt him and the money he's owed for next year. Um, and they, they get a right-hander that they, that they, that they like, um, uh, he was a, uh, a top prospect at one point before he injured his uh, he had Tommy John surgery. So that was something that uh, they really wanted to do. They wanted to get a little bit younger, get some more people in their system. Um, and and so that's kind of uh, the way they, they decided to go. They also uh, had traded Brad Ziegler earlier in the month for uh, a pair of minor leaguers from uh, the Red Sox. So, again, trying to, to, to deal some of their veteran pitchers um, that, that, that maybe won't have been with them next year or that um, were not really necessary right now given the, how they're playing. Uh, so they decided to hang on to Shelby Miller. Dave Stewart said there was a lot of interest in him, um, but that wasn't really something that they were going to entertain doing, right? I mean, they, they can't just give up on him. Um, they need him in the rotation, and you have to think that whatever's happening this year is sort of an aberration, right? Yeah, I mean, it would have been so hard for them to have done that because I don't think they could have gotten near what they uh, what they paid for him, uh, obviously, in the offseason. And, and why sell low on a guy when you have him coming back for the next couple of years? You have a team that you feel like, that they at least feel like, is going to be competitive the next two years. Um, so it just really, in my mind, never made sense for them to deal uh, Shelby Miller. Certainly um, can't be any less valuable than he is right now, given the season that he's having. So... Uh, why not hang on to him and, and see what you've got, uh, you know, go, heading into next year. Right now he's in AAA, he's pitching okay, um, and they're going to see if they can uh, they can get something out of him these last couple months to kind of build some positive momentum for next year. Um, A.J. Pollock seems to have taken a step in the right direction, and that's really what all we can talk about at this point. I know we've discussed in the past how important it is for him to be able to maybe – actually be activated this year, get into a couple games. He was, uh, obviously he's been out since day one. Um, so I guess just baby steps, right? But he faced some live pitching recently. Yeah, he's faced some live pitching and, uh, he's going to start a rehab assignment soon with, uh, their rookie league team here in town. And, and they think he could be back, you know, maybe even later on in the month of August, which is kind of surprising because it, it sure looked like when the injury happened that, he was going to be out for the rest of the year, but uh, the recovery process has gone better than uh, anyone could have expected, I guess, uh, including the surgeon himself. So 
Um, you know, again, they're going to be careful with him. There's no need to, to rush him or push him to come back, but uh, he seems to, to really kind of be flying along in the, uh, in the rehab process. So it'd be good to get him back out on the field and, and have him get maybe a month under his belt here heading into next year as well. And uh, last but not least, Mr. Zach Grinke. So he is looking like he's going to be making a return. Um, yeah, I, I trust the Diamondbacks. I'm sure that everything's fine um, at the same time. But it's just that, that whole oblique thing. Um, and I know he's been out for a while, but those things take a, a while. So they had no re- they have no reason to rush him, right? So we have to believe that he is actually ready to come back because this is clearly a lost season for everybody. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, he was pushing to come back a lot sooner than this, and, and they kept slowing him down and making sure that he was 100% pain-free before they, you know, started him on a throwing program and making sure that he maintains that uh, 100% pain-free because, Again, there's no reason for him to come back if they're not in the pennant race. Um, so there's no reason for him to hurry back, I should say. And, and the key thing is to, to keep him healthy and not have him um, make any changes to his mechanics to kind of compensate for any pain that he might have. So I think they're going to be uh, extremely cautious with that and, and, of course, watch him very closely to make sure that his mechanics haven't been altered in any way um, when he does come back. So what, what? Where do they go from here? Like, I mean, just to finish out the season, you know, you've heard like Chip Hale. He he might be safe. He might not. You hate really hearing the like big vote of confidence from ownership or management because that usually means that the guy loses his job a couple weeks later, um, which I don't think is the case with Chip Hale. But I, I mean, this is kind of a weird time for everybody, right? Because they have to now figure out. I mean, Chip's job now is to keep them motivated and energetic. Uh, and try to win a few games, and then he knows that, you know, the day after the season's over, there might be a phone call made. So is that kind of what the scenario is right now? Yeah, you know, Allison, it, it's one of those things where I, I believed all along that they weren't going to fire Chip Hale. Um, but, again, you don't want to ever have a season spiral completely out of control. And So as you point out, I think one of the biggest things that will be a key for him um, over this next couple months is how hard do the guys play. If the guys are continuing to play hard, if, uh, the front office and ownership feels like, you know, he still is able to reach those guys in the clubhouse. Uh, I think he'll be okay. If if they don't, um, then I think, you know, then that's, that's a whole other story. So I think for everybody, these next couple of months are going to be important. Um, they're going to be important for some of these younger pitchers that they're bringing up and younger position players who are getting an opportunity to play because of injuries and, and the way the season's gone. They have a shot to, to really make an impact for next year. And it's going to be important for, for Chip to show that he can still uh, get the most out of this team. And it's also going to be important for the front office, um, you know, whether it's Dave Stewart, Tony LaRusso, whatever, to, to show that, that they also are have a good feel for what's going on because this is a season that's, uh, I mean, beyond just disappointing, it's just spiraled into something that, that nobody could have anticipated. Yeah, totally. Okay. All right, Steve, thank you so much. And uh, you hang in there too, so we'll catch up with you next week. <laughs> Sounds good, Allison. Thanks a lot. Thank you. MLB.tv Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.tv Premium includes a free At-Bat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go every night on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.tv for details.